top shelf fantasy. Got the banners. Actually, it's just yes. baldy. It's just it's just baldy. <laughs> Half of the book burners. <laughs> Half the book burners are here oh. with us. The other one is likely retired to the other kid. <laughs> oh, we yeah. got shout out Mahoney. Shout out uh, your your son. Every one of us have a kid. You should get on board. We uh we got an open position at the book burners. It sounds like. <laughs> it could be a position. We'll take applications. We'll review. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna need to see your betting history from two thousand. <laughs> I need to see your profit and loss from your uh, your last year. Yeah, exactly. exactly. The requirement for the book burners is uh, not that high. You just gotta be positive. Any any standard of positivity <laughs> will take. <laughs> you don't yeah, have to be right, just to degenerate. You don't have to be financially positive. As long as you're mentally positive, you make we're in. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely not financially positive after some of those fucking parlays I ran last year. Oops. Yeah, I hear that. Well, you ran like hundred dollars, sixteen parlays like an idiot. It's like, oh, I'm getting out like twenty-two that's grand. A, that's the favorite type of betting, though. That's that's what we're looking for. Um, so yeah. as, as you hear it, shelfies, we got an opening. So uh, <laughs> top shelf fantasy, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, top shelf fntsy, top fantasy.com. You can email us. TopShelfFNTSY at gmail.com. Email us your uh, degenerate betting lines, and uh, maybe we'll get you on a podcast. We are dedicating this one to uh, March Madness, which I know absolutely zero about, so soon I'm just going to probably turn my microphone off and let you guys guys talk about it. Um, But Baldy, star of the show right now, I'll let you take it. All right. Well, uh, good to be on with you guys again. as always, here to talk gambling money, making money, and sports. Uh, it's, it's been a weird year for betting, I'll say that much. No fans makes a much bigger difference than I really ever anticipated it would make. Um, and that carried over to college basketball as well this season. I thought, like the NFL, games didn't go as you kind of thought they would because there wasn't that fan involvement side. And... Um, Regardless, we got through it. We're at tourney time. It's good to have tournament again. It was a weird year last year without the tournament. Um, so we'll go through a few things that 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 I had um, from some of my favorites, some sleepers, uh, who I think the Final Four is going to be in the eventual champion. Um, but I want to run through each region real quick, and we'll just list out who the top seeds are in each region and uh, maybe get your guys' thoughts a little bit on those those teams as well. If you knew they were a one seed, if you knew they were good at basketball this year or not, and uh, if maybe you know how many wins or losses that they have. So um, there's four regions, Tom, in the college basketball tournament, okay? There's a, uh, a north, south, east, and west. Actually, this year, there's a midwest. There's actually not a north. There's a midwest, the south, the east, and the west. It's bizarre, actually. So the one seed in the west, Gonzaga Bulldogs, been the unanimous number one team all season long. They're, they were set to win the national championship last year and it got halted due to COVID. And they seem just like an absolute horse. I would bet 90% of people who put a bracket out this year probably picked Gonzaga to win it all. I am one of those 90%. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> In all my bracket. Um, the East has got Michigan is a number one seed this year. Um, can't remember last time Michigan was number one seed, but they had a really good year this year, had a long COVID pause and then they had come back and 
I want to say they played Ohio State, um, and they they were a dog, undefeated dog, number two team in the country or three team in the country or something. And because uh, they had a month off and they came came out and won, and they just been rolling. A little shaky as of late though, and maybe that's why my bracket might be affected by that. But we'll get into that in a minute. Um, we have Illinois as the one seed in the Midwest, who is also just an absolute wagon. They got this guy, uh, Kofi Coburn, who's an absolute monster down low, a beast, NBA talent. And uh, Io, uh, I can't remember his last name. He wears this like little Batman mask now. And this kid is sick, sick. Illinois is an absolute wrecking ball. They played, um, gosh, I can't remember because the team sucked who they played today. Um, but they steamrolled Drexel, Drexel University. Yeah, who the hell knows Drexel? But they played Drexel. <laughs> I think they won by like 36 points. So they're off and running. Um, and then the last one seeds Baylor. Baylor is basically the unanimous two seed all year. Um, they were set to play Gonzaga pretty early in the season, and they didn't end up playing because of COVID. But maybe they'll be set to play in the national championship. They technically wouldn't meet until the national championship with how the brackets are stacked up. So it could be. Could be an interesting matchup with um, everybody really wanted to see that in the college basketball world this year, and we didn't get to. So hopefully, maybe we can later. Um, Aldi, uh, first, before you go on, um, I think Gonzaga is trying to go perfect. Correct. Doing it wrong, and it has not happened since the 70s with Indiana. That's correct. It, with they, is that Isaiah Thomas um, year? That I don't know. You probably yeah. know me on that. But, yeah, yeah they went 30, the Indiana went 32-0. Gonzaga so yeah, 6-0. So if you do the math and they, they went out, they would be 32-0. They would likely be the greatest college basketball team of all time. I mean, they have a, a true freshman in uh, Jalen Suggs who's just NBA talent. They got Drew Timmy down low, nasty. And then uh, they got some other white kid who just drains threes all day. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. That team is, is sick. I mean, that's all you need is it the Kyle Corver kind of guy, you know, as a exactly. third man. That's it, J.J. Reddick, someone like that. These oh, yeah. guys are just – if you haven't had a chance to – even if you don't really, like, love college basketball and you haven't had a chance to watch Gonzaga play, watch watch a Gonzaga game. Like, watch them play uh, Norfolk State that they're going to play. They're going to be up by 30 points in the half, and this is what they did all season long. I don't think they won a game by less than 10 points all year, except for maybe one against uh, West Virginia. I think they won by, like, eight points. Okay, so my favorites, guys. No surprise, my favorites, Gonzaga, this year. Um, they're just, I, I can't say it enough, probably one of the best the best college basketball team I've, I've ever seen. Um, there was that team years ago when we were in, in our college years. Illinois, I think, was undefeated, and they ended up losing in the tournament. Um, these guys are better. They're, they're just unbelievable. My two favorites, though, are Illinois and Gonzaga. I love, love Gonzaga, and I love Illinois. Do, Those you, two love, teams are... do you love Gonzaga? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just – I wasn't sure, so I wanted to double check. Thank you. Also, um, uh, March Madness, uh, MJ, she was she was a massive fan of uh, – of, uh, college basketball I mean, March mj you mean our old high school our like old high school teacher, teacher. Oh. Just <laughs> and we, we got an open on the book burners so i mean mj if you're still kicking around somewhere I don't she, she, is. she was I barely kicking around while we were there she passed you know? away <laughs> rest, in, rest in peace mj uh that's my two cents for the night 
<laughs> Kogan Zaga. <laughs> Gotta love the Zags. Okay. Um, that was a, a Zolak moment there. How you doing? All right. So I really like the one seeds this year, other than Michigan. Um, as I mentioned, I, I think Michigan can get tripped up. Um, they're going to win their first round game. They're going to blast over. They think Texas Southern they're playing. They're going to smoke them. Uh, but they play the winner of LSU and St. Bonaventures. Now, a lot of people got the Bonnies, who I think are out of like the Atlantic 10. They play like Rhode Island and those kind of schools, UMass, Amherst. <laughs> and they're playing LSU. And LSU just went on a tear, went all the way to the SEC final, lost Alabama by one point. Alabama, <clears throat> I think, enters the tournament as a top four team in the country. I mean, they shoot the ball lights out, especially from three-point range. And I think LSU is going to smoke St. Bonaventure. Well, maybe not smoke them, but they're going to win. And then I think if, if that happens, they can really give Michigan a game. And I bet you they could beat Michigan. Um, they got a kid, uh, this, what's his name? I can't even remember now. I'm losing my train of thought. LSU's got this freshman point guard. Is terrific shooter. Made the team very good. Um, Would that be uh, Trenton Watford? No, he's a sophomore. He's very good, too, though. Uh, serious <laughs> days. No, it was like uh, <laughs> Leonard Fournette. No, he's a, he's a, uh, a freshman. Javante Smart. No, he's also very good though. Cam actually, Thomas. Yes, there you go. There you go, Craig. Cam Thomas. There you go. There you go, Cam Thomas. What do we got for odds in the uh, LSU St. Bonaventure game? One and a half point favorites. That's ooh, that's tempting. I think it's very tempting because I, I, like I said, I think a lot, there's a lot of money on St. Bonaventure. That line's going to be pretty close on that game. I think that's a real good game to look at. Um, I think Winthrop is a potential upset in round one against Villanova. I think a lot of people are just going to expect Villanova to win that game. They're a five seed playing a 12 in Winthrop. And Villanova uh, doesn't have Giuseppe, it's their best player. And they just haven't been the same since he's he's been out. And with, this uh, Oral Roberts team over Ohio State, uh, that should be yeah. a pretty good game. Uh-uh, yeah. Everyone's talking about. I can't believe that happened. Um, I personally think Georgetown can beat Colorado. Georgetown's a 12 as well. They're just hot. Patrick Ewing got them to win the Big East Championship out of nowhere. Started playing great basketball. I think they're a good sleeper team. Um, my favorite sleeper team to go deep, though, is UConn. UConn's a seven seed. They've been playing pretty much half the season so far without James Booknight. They're by far their best player. And he's back for the tournament, to my knowledge. And if he's back, then that team's potentially lethal. And they can go deep and they can make some things happen. They can shoot the ball real well. So I look for them to beat Maryland. They're only laying three points against Maryland. Maryland's a decent team. I just don't think they're great. And I think UConn's a better squad. And even if you don't want to take the points, a minus one fifty-seven money line is really not bad to take on that one. Yeah, and Maryland doesn't have any like Len bias this year, so they're not going to be doing shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so I think my eventual Final Four though this year, guys, is going to be um, it's going to be Gonzaga, Illinois, probably Baylor, and uh, in Alabama three ones and a two, nothing sexy. In one of my brackets, though, I do have UConn going to the final four. I have the Drake Bulldogs going to the Sweet 16. 
I like the Drake Bulldogs. I don't love them. I don't love them, but I like them. And now, how do you think uh, COVID plays a factor in all this? Like, I, I noticed you had the three ones and the two. Is that partly because of COVID? You know, it's mostly a depth thing. Um, you want to bet the teams that have depth in the event that they miss games or, or they miss players uh, due to these COVID restrictions? Or you're not really worried about that? You're just kind of writing it off and just think they're still just the best teams playing it so Yeah, honestly, I'm not I'm not thinking about COVID at all. Um, I'm just thinking about really from a perspective of just who, who, who I think could play, who's played good teams, who has a chance based on their matchups and stuff like that. It seems like guy, it, like watching the games today, it didn't seem like having fans matter in, at all in March Madness. That tenseness is there, right? It's yeah. do or die. The guys understand. Everybody's, you know, a little tight and tense. Clearly, Ohio State just lost to Oral Roberts. Yeah, that's crazy. When is that? That'll never, like, that. that is a March Madness type of game. In, you lose in overtime to Oral Roberts, right? A if team you gave like, me 10 guesses, I could not pick what state Oral Roberts is in. No. I mean – it's kind of like the Michigan State losing when they like Denzel Valentine a couple years ago in the first round. Yeah. Like that's that's pretty much what it was. I mean, and you kind of saw in the NBA last year in the bubble. It didn't matter that there was fans or not. Like they still play their ass off. I mean, these yeah, are okay. athletes that want to play their best. And I think the regular season made a difference, especially on the road. Like you saw a lot of teams in college basketball that have good home records and shitty road records. Right. It was weird. And the NFL was obviously different. It was the road teams actually did quite well this past year. But I think, I don't know if it was just like a laziness or something. They didn't, you know, you don't get any hypeness. You just start start getting buried by a team and you have no will to come back because you don't have fans blowing down your back of your neck, you know, how shitty you are and stuff like that. Oh. You <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and these NFL guys, they know their checks are still clearing. A lot of these college right. players are like, it's a pride thing, and it's a little yeah. bit different when you have a different motivating factor like that. Yeah, well, they're pl- they're they're playing for a contract. Well, yeah, and a lot a lot of those guys yeah. are they know for sure this is the last basketball competitive basketball they're ever playing. At, at least at this level. I mean, especially the tourney, you see people jump up like crazy if they play well in tourney, or jump down like crazy playing bad in yeah. the tourney. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it all comes down to the tournament. Also, it, it, Oral Roberts is uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Duh! I, I, yeah, I was gonna say never, never. I guess that. In a million years. No. It's weird because Oral Roberts is actually a Christian uh, televangelist from California. So I don't really know how they ended up with a school in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Interesting. There's my fun fact of the day. Yeah. I, um, th- that game really solidified to me that, that this is like a real March Madness. And so I did pick my bracket that way, albeit following college basketball more this year, it made it a little bit more difficult to pick teams. Just because I just think overall it's getting more difficult. You know, I think they say it every year, but you saw it like two years ago in 2018, well, two, two tournaments ago in 2018 when a 16 seed UNBC beat Virginia. Oh, that was amazing. You know, and then Virginia comes back the next year and wins national championship. So yeah. It's crazy. So anything's possible, but um, some other favorites, local betting favorites out there, if you guys are interested. In some sleepers, you want some nice money line sleepers. UC Santa Barbara, that's a favorite. Creighton's a very streaky team. They're they're like okay, and they're seated as a five. It seems a little high. I have them winning. I haven't watched any UC Santa Barbara. Anytime I go on DraftKings and look, it's like ten thirty at night. UC Santa Barbara's tipping off against like UC something else. 
Irvine, <laughs> something like that, you know? So I never watched the, their games, but I hear they're, they're decent and who know I Creighton streaky, so they could lose. So if you, you want to look at a team, maybe slap some money on that's one again. I like Drake potential. I, I think USC is okay, but they don't score a ton of points. Drake can score. They can play. I think Drake can beat USC. That's they're an underdog. I like hearing that. I have Drake over USC. Yeah. Love yeah, it. I, I love that. I think coin, coin flipped one way. Yeah. I think Georgetown <laughs> has a real good chance to win against Colorado. Colorado is a good team. Again, very streaky. Uh, and Georgetown's hot. And that comes into play. Hot, hot teams just kind of, and they just played and they're rolling it right into March Madness. And I think they're going to win a round or two. Uh, I got to win in two rounds. I think George, I think Georgetown beats Colorado. And then I think they play Florida state and I think they can beat them. So we'll see what happens there. Um, let's see some more upsets. I got here, guys. Winthrop. I already said, I like Winthrop to beat Villanova. Ooh, that's I, a big I, one. Villanova is like a, a perennial, not like they're, they're like a studded team every year, but they're just every year in the tournament doing all right. Yeah. 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 They just, they don't, Winthrop can score. Yeah. And with Villanova not having uh, Giuseppe, uh, Giuseppe, I think that's his name. Um, yep. Gillespie, Gillespie, sorry. Um, yep. I just don't see them winning, but maybe they will. Who knows? And then the other two, underdogs i got at syracuse and Rutgers. syracuse plays san diego state san diego state solid but i don't know syracuse has been playing some pretty good basketball they play some good teams it's gonna be a good game could go either way and i you know i'd rather take some points you can take the points with syracuse uh or even get some plus money line and then Rutgers, they're actually the 10 seed and clemson's the seven but the Rutgers is actually favored so really yeah they're like minus- well i mean like there's a lot of times where like the 10 and seven seed are either the same record or like the 10 seeds even at even better than that. Yeah. Like, like, so like when you do brackets, when it comes to those teams, like it's that that's where it gets very hard. Yeah, it does. And Wisconsin's blast in North Carolina. That's an eight, nine matchup. That was a, a pick. Em. I picked North Carolina. It's not going well. Damn. Yeah. I mean, just off of, of, um, you know, history, I think you kind of have to. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, because <laughs> their name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I didn't. I didn't like. Honestly, I didn't. I went with North Carolina. I hadn't watched a lot of their games, but I knew Wisconsin wasn't playing great, and I didn't know if that was going to carry over. And I kind of went off the the heritage as well. So it happens to the best of us. Yep. But I mean, it, I, I'd stay away. Personally, would stay away from UNC Greensboro. People are kind of some people I see are on Greensboro against Florida State, plus four fifty money line. I think Florida State's going to smack them. I would That's say. a juicy line, though. So I gotta ask, <laughs> how do you feel about Florida's chances now going forward due to the fact that they had the first overtime game, they nail it, they actually they end up playing Oral Roberts next, so they should theoretically beat them. Oral Roberts is hot. I would say Florida wins. I mean, they get it. Florida, straight up, Florida has a great chance now to go to the to the Elite Eight because Florida now, instead of playing, um, like you said, Ohio State, they play Oral Roberts. If they play the winner, if they win against Oral Roberts, they'd play the winner of Texas Tech and Arkansas. Texas Tech is always one of those Florida teams that I want to bet, four. and I, I just – 
I don't like them. I like Florida. I like, I like Florida. Florida. I, I like Florida. Them. Yeah. I have them in my final four. That's why I ask. Do you? I well, do. Good pick. Now, I mean, they'd have to get by Baylor, so that's the... one game. Yeah, it takes one game. But if they're, yeah, I mean, they ride hot off the first one. Now, does Baylor still have Brittany Griner? Or <laughs> yes, <laughs> she could have played on the men's team. She's a. I know, right? She's like a seven footer too. Like she's just blocked up those girls to bits. She's that's so the... big out there. Yeah, she was. First, like my sister, five two, is <laughs> getting swatted into the tenth row. <laughs> But they could potentially have the easy one of the easier roads now, Craig, with, with Oral Roberts winning. Um, I think that's lightning in a bottle. Quite honestly, I don't think that's like a going to be a George Mason Cinderella type of thing. I mean, I don't know how far a 15's ever gone, but it can't be much further than the second. Round. Well, it's only, only ninth time, so it's only the ninth time that a 15's won over a two. Yep. Wow. Starting to happen more often. The mid majors are getting better. Those conferences are getting better. I mean, Loyola Chicago did did well today. Um, Drake's in that same league. Hopefully, they do well. They got yes, Sister Jean's team. Hmm. Yeah, it's one hundred and one now. It's unbelievable. Really, Jesus, you're you're still living. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You'll know. get that next game, girl. Um, in 2013, Florida Gulf Coast became the first and only 15 seed to make the Sweet 16. I remember uh, that year. Dunk City. Yep. Yep. FGC, baby. I think it's FGCU, but yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I I like the Zags. It's just nice. I mean, I think the Zags straight basketball right now. Oh yeah. I do miss actually being in the office because we would just go at lunchtime to the bar down, down the street and just watch hours of games. Yeah. <laughs> I miss, I I miss like, oh, being in the office. Hours. I could leave the office and go watch games. <laughs> right. Well, well <laughs> right. I hope yeah. now. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to Baylor's and watch games. No, I'm gonna go to, to fucking Tony C's in Burlington. Right. With the oh. big screens, uh, all the games on for like four hours. Scott, you ever want to go to Bailey's, you give me, you give me five of the call. I'll be right there. No. <laughs> that was a quick no. That hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> no, honestly, if I have any time to do that, I'll call you. All right, cool. Oh, I will not hold my breath. All right, so, Baldy, is that a wrap close to the um, college t- tournament? Yeah, I would say if you're looking for some dogs to ride to the Sweet 16, jump on the backs of Georgetown and Drake, and let's roll. Love it. And of course, we'll we'll have some you know um, book burner stuff out on Twitter, you know, through the through, through the tournament. So, well, we're yeah, maybe to, we could. Uh, we're trying to expand we the betting stuff. thing. So I think March Madness is a good yeah. way to start pumping we are good at it bald is very good at it <laughs> yeah i mean this not is why good. i was silent he, the entire time. he knows a lot <laughs> my one yeah, well, contributing factor was about our 90 year old social studies teacher who apparently <laughs> has passed away i mean this i am very disconnected from march madness yeah yeah you he's should gonna mourn soon it's fun it's fun well, then we'll start ramping up the march madness betting and then we also have start like the start of the nfl betting season as soon as the draft comes to start i mean if you're a true degenerate like the rest of us you're betting the draft picks like round by round 
I'll be betting like who do I think the thirtieth pick's going to be live at the bar. I don't even like. I've done it. I did it last year. I bet who I thought was going to be the first wide receiver off the board. I was texting Tom and Scotty. I'm like, I got a hundred bucks on CD Lamb, and then the Raiders go and draft. (laughs) We're like, is it CD or Judy? (laughs) No, neither. Neither. Oh my God, Ruggs was such a Judy. He was like plus seven hundred or something. No one thought he was going to be the first. So, I mean, anyways, do you want to get into the NFL bets? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I mean, early Super Bowl favorites, Casey. I don't think that's a surprise to anybody. Tampa, second place, running up the back there. It's plus 750. But after that, it gets a little, I wouldn't say shocking, but Green Bay and Baltimore are, are the ones that are bringing it in at three and four and plus 11 and plus 1300 each. Like, those are kind of interesting. I, I mean, I don't think Green Bay or Baltimore are any slouches for that matter, but I don't know. I, I mean, I, I would have expected to see Buffalo a little bit higher up there. You know what I mean? Something like somebody like them. Well, Buffalo's plus fourteen hundred, but yeah, they're—I mean—they're close. I think in that in that group, so like the four through eight group is Buffalo plus fourteen hundred, Rams plus fourteen hundred, Niners plus fifteen hundred, Browns plus twenty five hundred. The Rams being there is some big faith in Matt Stafford taking that. I have no faith. Yeah, no. That's a huge huge condemnation of Jared Goff. Baldy, where's uh Pittsburgh in that? I gotta scroll. Not not high. See, I would take them like almost in a heartbeat if they're that low. So they're below the Pats, and they just signed Juju. Yeah, I mean they just they don't they just haven't done anything from last year, and they have no running back. They need a running back, yeah, Yeah. and they have. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like they They lost a lot of their defense too, like a lot of their defense. Yeah, but I mean, if I had to pick, like a, I like the Bills. I like the Bills a lot. The Bills were good. This I year. would love the Bills to get a fucking running back, though. Yeah. Besides Zach Moss's, like if they could, like I wanted them to get Gosh, Chris yeah. Carson. Like you get Fournette, that'd be fantastic. They honestly the might draft another one. Like I wouldn't even yeah. be surprised if they if they were in that in that vicinity. Like they'll have a later first. They could grab somebody there at at a decent return on value. You know, if, if it's anything like last year and you don't see a, a running back come off the board to the 30th pick or 31st pick or whatever, 32nd, 32nd to the Chiefs, like if you could, if you are them and you could get Etienne or I don't think, I think Etienne will be gone, but if you could get him or Harris, whichever one doesn't go first, like that's value, like immense value. Yeah. I mean, you know what you, you could really do too, if you wanted, is you could bet like the Packers or the Bills. Because you know they're both going to have real good years, or even the Cowboys, for crying out loud, at plus twenty eight hundred, and yep. then come playoff time when those teams are in first place, twelve and four, going into the playoffs, you can go on a prop swap, and then you can sell that bet, yep, and make some money. Yeah, I mean, I love the Browns at twenty five plus twenty five hundred. That's like for how they looked last year. If they're even close to that, and they're bringing Odell back. Let's rock and roll. I will never put any money, any on Baker. money on the Browns. Dude, the Niners at plus fifteen hundred. Like, what are they? I want to know what Vegas knows that I don't know because that. I mean, I think I would take Green Bay. Jimmy coming back. Twenty three mil to Trent Brown. I mean, uh, Trent Williams. That's why. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, I think you got to throw a little bit of money on 
Kansas City, don't you? I mean, I mean it just feels plus safe. Five, plus 500? Yeah. You know they have a 50% chance to get to the Super Bowl. They're going to the AFC Championship game. And this, they just got to, you know, they revamped their line. Um, so, I mean, like, their biggest weakness was the line. Yeah. It's not like they're coming off a Super Bowl hangover. They just got popped in the mouth by, by Brady. So. Yeah, exactly. Another dark horse, though, I'd I'd take a look at is Washington, uh, plus five thousand. That's a that's well, a little bit of a sleeper, but it's magic. It's magic. It's, it's brings magic. that offense up a, just a little bit. I mean, they, that NFC East is not going to be competitive. It just never. I well, mean, it's going to be competitive, but they, they always fuck up. Like the, everybody's all oh, Cowboys on paper, man, and then every year they suck. So we're, we're talking about putting hard-earned money down on someone that you think is going to win a Super Bowl. We're talking about Washington football team. Hey, you do you take that defense hey. and they get hot? I mean, they their defense is How legit. many playoff games is Fitzmagic won? Zero. How many has he played in? Zero. Oh, no, he's, <laughs> he's put he's put in a few, but he's a zero playoff wins. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Not his fault. It, I mean, you like, take, it, you take he only defense, grew the though. beard five years ago. You take what? that defense, you add, you add in – Curtis Samuel alongside Terry McLaurin, and I'm interested in that offense with Ryan Fitzmagic throwing the ball. We don't know that I mean, he's for sure the quarterback. We, I think we assume he is, but there could be a camp battle because Ron Rivera has a hard-on for Kyle Allen, and I don't know why. He yeah. does. I mean, I mean, Tyler Hennecke, they signed ASAP like, yep. the day after the Super Bowl. And he didn't, so. I mean, he didn't look like anything special, but he didn't look bad. You know, he, he, did, he held his own. I'm not saying yeah. he's going to be a starter, but. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick would have made the playoffs last year. If he didn't get benched for Tua, that is yeah. true. Like we we can all agree with that. Yeah. So you also got AFC champs and NFC champs, and the Chiefs plus two fifty, Ravens plus six twenty five, Bills plus six fifty, Browns plus twelve hundred. So those seem to be the four favorite teams out of the East. I mean, I don't mind throwing a little money on the Bills plus six fifty. That's not bad for them to go to the Super Bowl. And they, I mean, all they did was get better. They're bringing back most of their defense. They got a couple guys coming back that sat out for COVID last year, and they added Emmanuel Sanders. I'm very into that. Yep. Indy's not a bad one either at twelve hundred. I mean, they they got to play a little bit better, but I mean, Car- Carson Wentz is the biggest question mark there. Like, can he remember how to play football? If he can, they're a legit team. Yeah. So the Patriots, because we're all resident Patriot fans here, a juicy plus three seventy five to win the AFC East. Ooh, ooh, six to midnight. Okay, <laughs> now we're talking. The Bills, <laughs> just to—that's the third. They're yeah. projected to come in third. Miami is plus three fifty. Buffalo minus one fifty five. And you just love to see the Jets down there at plus 1,500. Plus 1,500 to win the division. <laughs> what's, the, what's the line on the Jets winning, like, more than five games? Can I bet that prop? <laughs> oh. Dude, I, them going winless last year was a, a potential oh. for some people to make some money. All right, yeah, I mean, so let's do um, a couple draft draft specials. But we, but we, uh, what I'm thinking here, and we'll take some of your picks as well. But before we get into that, the MV pot- potential MVP and odds on that. So if you guys just had to take a guess, okay, who do you think would be the MVP? Pat Mahomes, Brady. 
for next year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd say Mahomes is probably the favorite. Josh Allen. Yeah, I would. I would say Mahomes is probably the favorite. I'm gonna go Josh uh, Allen. I'm gonna take Tom Brady. If you you tell me Lamar Jackson, if you tell me Ryan Fitzmagic, I'm about to mortgage my entire house and put it on that bet. (laughs) Well, so Mahomes got the best odds, plus six hundred. You guys, a lot of you guys mentioned Brady's plus sixteen hundred to win MVP. Roger, Roger getting a bet for me as soon as I get across the border. Funny enough, Dak Prescott is the sixth, uh, tied with Brady and Lamar Jackson for third best odds or third highest and, odds. And Matt Stafford. No love for Josh Allen, huh? That's crazy. Josh Allen's plus 1,300. Oh, okay. I must have different things here. I'm just looking at uh, DraftKings. That's what I'm on. Yeah. It goes Mahomes, Rodgers, Allen are the top three favorites. Gotcha. Can you read that? I can't tell. Yep. 1600 Staffy. So if you oh, want. Wow. That's high for Staffy. I'm literally Staffy. saying that Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott are in the same tier as Matt Stafford. And then Deshaun Watson is actually after him at plus 18. Oh, so Deshaun Watson is also. They got probably put down by today's shit. Yeah. Now, if you guys are feeling frisky, okay, you got some some people out there that could have potentially career years and pay you out a fortune, okay? And I'm talking guys like Clyde Edwards Hilaire, Melvin Gordon, Deontay like Johnson. Plus 20,000. We're talking plus 50,000. Zach Wilson's <laughs> got a better chance of winning MVP than them, is, is what they're saying. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, is, I mean, Again, talking plus 50,000 here, guys. You bet one dollar that would win you five hundred dollars. Yeah, but Derrick Henry didn't get MVP this year. If he's not getting MVP in a year like that, then no player besides a quarterback will ever get it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's true. It's Sam Darnold's plus 15,000. <laughs> Jesus, that's way too high. That's stupid. That's silly. Andy um, Dalton is plus 10,000. That's yeah. just absurd. What is happening, Tom? Ryan Fitzpatrick plus ten thousand. Put it on. Put your house on the line. Uh, put my <laughs> put my uh, house up for sale. It's a seller's market, <laughs> baby. <laughs> All right. So I think the the last thing I wanted to get into was um, the draft, right? Because some of you guys play dynasty leagues and stuff, and oh yeah, you guys follow the draft and college football, and as do I for not fantasy purposes as much as betting purposes, but. Nonetheless, everybody knows Trevor Lawrence. He's obviously the number one overall favorite pick at a healthy minus 10,000. You would never, ever, ever, ever bet a minus 10,000. <laughs> ever. However, oh, if I bet 10,000, I get it. 100 bucks. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. You got to bet 10 grand to win $100. Do I get a cent? Like, there's, there's nothing, nothing worth it. Like, Nothing. So that's how sure that they are that he's going to go number one. However, it's not always the case. And if you wanted to dabble, I look <laughs> at Zach Wilson. He's probably going to go to the New York Jets as number two overall pick. Um, he's very good out of BYU. Kind of a smaller quarterback. Can sling it. He's, he, he's going to be legit in the NFL. And then Justin Fields is plus 1,400. So those two guys, this Trey Lance kid from North Dakota, I don't know why he's getting all this hype. I don't think I don't think he's that good. The last guy that came out of that college sucks now. So that would be Carson Wentz. 
The problem is people are keep Ooh. saying that uh, he's the next Josh Allen. Like they got yeah, that so, new big quarterback. I mean, like his he closest cast, like, um, pro, pro day. day. Yeah. Fantastic so I watched. I watched his pro day. Um, he actually looked really good. He's got a lot of in, uh, intangibles, a lot of skill. Um, the accuracy is the one downfall, and that obviously you need in the NFL. But Josh Trey Allen. Lance is and has been compared to uh, McNair, Culpepper, Josh Allen, uh, that type of quarterback. Which I used to love there, McNair. I just, I just wouldn't put any money on him going number one overall. Um, no, I, I would no. not either. The other I don't guy, think anyone though, should. I mean, the other guys, though, it's honestly, it's worth a couple couple bucks, you know. I would throw the money on uh, if I was going to take a long shot on, not even a long shot, but I would put it on Justin Fields just because of that four four one he ran today. Like some team is going to look at him, and maybe it's the Jags, and just go and tough. I kind of like that. <laughs> Urban yeah. Meyer likes to run with his quarterbacks. Yeah. Well, and who was it? Uh, the year the Browns picked Baker. I mean, Baker wasn't even supposed to be thought of as even in discussion yeah. i forget who the quarterback was that year it was darnold it was darnold yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey well good job browns yeah i mean yeah. not many won on that one josh <laughs> yeah, allen came I... out to be the best i think he was pick nine if i'm not mistaken oh well, those are the josh rosen had picked four right uh, i think josh rosen was taken in 13 oh, he was like, he was like... He was like fifth or something because he made he made some comment like trying to be like Brady. Uh, all those teams are gonna f- regret not picking me in a few years. <laughs> no like one that. regretted it. Pal. No, they, they Joe, I think I think Rosen just got signed by like a, his fourth team. I don't know where the fuck he is. But... San, I think it's San Francisco. San Fran's right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Baker uh, Mayfield was the Mayfield, Darnold, Josh Allen, Josh Rosen, and Lamar Jackson drafts. Yeah. Yeah. Wild. There you go. So. For wild receivers, there's a couple guys out there um jamar chase is the overall favorite to go first out of the wide receivers third overall <laughs> but uh devonta smith is not a bad pick but he's kind of small like, I feel yeah like i'm worried about his size in the nfl his size is small 173 pounds he's gonna get rocked i was 173 pounds as like a fifth grader <laughs> Okay, well, sixth grade. <laughs> Scotty was eating a lot of Doritos in sixth grade. Get to one seventy. I was husky, not fat. <laughs> Do they have Jalen Waddle? Is pretty close to Devonte Smith. Plus five hundred. Yeah, Devontae Smith is plus two fifty. Waddle's good too. Waddle is good. Yeah. So I, I don't know much about Jamar Chase, but um... he didn't play last year. He's a big-bodied guy. He's. He's a NFL style wide receiver. Yeah, he's ready to go day one. He's ready to go. Day Fresh one, out the exactly. box, like ready to play. That yep. school has had so many good receivers the last two years. He was he was talked about being the best wide receiver in the 2019 class if he went out, but then he ended up holding out because of the or opting out because of the COVID thing, and um, is still listed as the number one wide receiver. That's how good he is. Nice. He's gonna go to Denver again, and I'm gonna draft him. He's gonna suck. That's okay. So, if you really want to think about it, a lot of his comparisons are to Cortland Sutton. Great. So, he's going to blow his knee up in year two. (laughs) So sad. I hope that he comes back strong, but also I hope that Jamar Chase kills it. The thing is, where's he going to go, right? Like, if he goes, he's probably not going over number one overall because I think the Jags taking a quarterback and he could go three. 
He could go three with threes. Well, the Dolphins, right? The, the Dolphins, Dolphins just signed Will Fuller. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, now what are we looking at? Four? I who's, think who's got the know, four? And the Dolphins could use a, another lineman too. So, yeah. I if I was yeah, if I'm the Dolphins, I'm taking that uh, Penny Penny Sewell kid. Penny mm-hmm. Sewell. Penny Sewell. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's another one. Um, pretty good. To no, another tackle. Uh, I don't want to say Rashard Bateman because that's the wide receiver, but it's like Blackman or something like that. Yeah, it's um, I know you're talking about. It's uh, Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater, that's it. From Northwestern. Yep, he's pretty good. Slater. Yeah. Saw some thing on Instagram about him. His high school team won like two games. It's like North Middlesex. <laughs> Imagine you're two like an NFL caliber talent and your team wins two games. You're like, oh, you must have dominated in high school. He's like, actually, not really. It kind of sucked. No, no, I kind of <laughs> sucked. I guess he like didn't really, like barely got recruited. And yep. then and now he's going to be potentially top 10 pick. But that, uh, Penne Sewell kid is minus a thousand to be the first offensive lineman drafted. Wow. On Slater's plus four fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I like uh, the last one that I liked for players was running backs. Cause everybody likes running backs. And uh Najee Harris is the favorite at minus one ten. But Travis Etienne, who's my guy, I think he's gonna be sick in the NFL, like Zeke Elliott's sick in the NFL year one. Um, he's plus 140 to be the first running back off the board. I would not be surprised if he's the first running back. And I've got him mocked out going to Arizona right now since they let Edmonds walk. I mean, not sorry, they let Drake walk and kept Edmonds. And ETN there in Zona would be a massive move. I'd love it so much. And Fits Tom just turned to his car. He's, he's driving to Stateland right now. <laughs> taking a massive bet on Etienne. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll put my money there. It, oh. I'm I'm going to put at least like fifty bucks there. I think he's built like an NFL running back. I mean, he's ready to go. He just I mean, put on all that weight and still ran the uh, four four. So, yeah, yeah, and was nineteen and like damn, like looked mad on the video. And he looked casual when he ran. I was like, is this dude even he, trying? What is he going to run a seven dude, second like, forty? He played. He played. His college weight was one ninety nine, and he was at two fifteen and ran a four four. Like that dude was running four three at one ninety nine. So, Baldy, go go over the guys besides Harris and Etienne. So, like, the odds from those two are insane, like, after that. Yeah, Javante Williams is the next guy, plus 400. And then after that, it gets real crazy. Michael Carter, no, no idea. Kenneth Gainwell and Trey Sermon. Sounds like a pastor. They're I mean. All, they're plus 4,000 and plus 3,300. Hubbard's plus five thousand. Yeah. yeah, and Hubbard a couple of years ago was touted yeah, as like oh, he, right after you know right after at the end like at, the, you know tay to tay. Is that nope. his real name? Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. Chuba yeah. Hubbard. <laughs> Hubbard. Yeah. Let's say wow. He was he was he was regarded Chubba as Hubba. Chuba like Chuba Hubba. One of the best <laughs> running backs in 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 the NFL after his uh was his 2019 or 2020 uh season with Oklahoma State. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. I mean, I don't know where the love for uh, for uh, Najee Harris came from. I mean, the dude's an absolute monster, but I'm still an ETN fan through and through. But oh, dude, I mean, yeah. it's been people have been trying to get Etienne to come out for three years. So like, come on, dude. I, like, I, come I, on, I I'm trying to draft you. Centered my entire dynasty strategy around trying to pick him, and then he stayed another year. I was like, can fuck. you believe it? If he came out of the draft that year, like. Last year's oh, yeah. draft class and dynasty was insane. 
at him like holy shit like they, like the first yeah. like 10 picks would be like legit oh yeah dynasty guys year him one and uh and chase could have come out last year too right he was eligible right yeah right. <laughs> that would have been silly it's smart move by them you know coming in a weaker punching guys back to back one and two yep All right. For, is that, uh, I don't think there's much for for other players or teams' futures. Um, well, we'll we'll what we'll have to do is probably check back in in a week and see yeah, how well, maybe some of this stuff change. changes, <laughs> um, and just keep going from there. And every week we might have like a a bet of the week or something like that. I mean, as long as we just stay connected, you know, to sports in general. I mean, NFL free agency is going nuts. Um, so there's like there's that. Um, are there any draft or free agency bets? Maybe we can go over that in like another podcast or something. I, I don't know. Maybe free agency. There are, over by so then, there's but. like some draft specials. Like there's a Justin Fields draft special on on DraftKings as to what team is going to. What draft. team? Yeah, yeah. Who, do you, who would you say the odds on? Who would you guys think without looking would be the favorite to draft Justin Fields for a team? The Jets. Yeah. I guess. Oh, Don Jesser Falcons. Detroit Lions. Oh, I would love to see him on the Falcons, Scotty. Ooh. Falcons plus 250 of the favorites. Oh, Scotty was I looking at it. I would love that. I don't look at shit. I don't, I don't bet. <laughs> He'll go to the so, Carolina Panthers. So I think maybe – maybe also an option, say that. 500. <laughs> Maybe uh, next Burners podcast, we can go over, like, a handful of, like, the first-round guys of those big-name, like, fantasy players and, and go over the bets that they got. Um, do we? Do you have anything else that you want to touch on? Um, no, not really. You need a new partner. Did Mahoney quit on you, like, officially? Or is he just... I mean, he didn't really... Uh... He hasn't put his what two about, weeks in? What about... Uh, he's... He's at the end. He he threw a couple. He just like fired from the hip a few times. <laughs> Did you fire him? I didn't. No, no, I didn't fire him. He just he's in furlough. You have to be paid first. I'm gonna I'm gonna see him tomorrow. I'll uh I'll tell him to step his game up. Yeah, he won't even. He he's like uh, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he'll just be like, oh, I got a kid. It's like what he said. What about uh, this is an excuse for everything? Did, did you yeah, ever can you keep... give me a bowl of cereal? Yeah, I got a kid, pal. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> All right. So I don't know. I, I don't know. He probably won't really be involved in the burners. I'm sure. Well, we gotta get we we probably gotta get you a partner. Well, the problem somewhere. is that his picture looks great right next to yours on the uh, on, on all the stuff we'll that we made up. That. Or you guys made up. <laughs> oh, well, good thing, good thing that wasn't a t-shirt of all time. Let's take, let's take some clout. The problem is like what we're gonna do, we're gonna put we're gonna put somebody else on there. They're not gonna look as good in a suit. <laughs> no. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's okay for me to look better. <laughs> we, get, we get a lot of rough dudes in the crew, all right? It's gonna be hard enough to find them wearing suits. Yeah, well Mango's not gonna be my partner. <laughs> I don't know. Mango's Mango. betting advice, I would love it. Uh, Mango's it'd be, it'd triple be terrible. XL poncho look. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll, uh, I'll see if I can get someone to be a. We'll have to we'll we'll have to find somebody because we get the uh, we'll have to start chucking some uh, burner stuff up like on a weekly basis or something, either For on sure. a podcast or yeah. or on the website or something. Um, Fan interactions too. We can have a take take the weekly burner bet, see what they think. 
see how we do with that. Doing OnlyFans with the burners. <laughs> we should honestly create a whole separate, not even whole separate, but like an affiliate, like Twitter page for top shelf book burners and then let you just run wild on it, whatever you want, post all like, the time. I like the OnlyFans idea. Well, okay, if we're going to do nudes, we're going to do OnlyFans too. You don't, well, you don't, <laughs> it's an income. You don't have to get naked on OnlyFans. Craig, what? <laughs> you don't have to, you should. <laughs> it's what the people want to see. They want to yeah. see us naked. Um, I mean, I assumed as much. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we can certainly make the burners better this year. I think uh, it was a you know a good first year, but I think if we do, um, you know, we can do some stuff with more. You know, if you're getting engagement on Twitter and stuff like that from people, then you know, yeah, I just I want to do some more tracking too. Like, listen, if you bet whatever the burner told you to bet, you would have made 15 G's this year. Like, that's yeah. what you that's what we got. And then you know, if, if it happens to not turn out that way, we'll fudge the numbers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, yeah. Little gabagool, well, I think, yeah, I think that you know, I think that would be good, right? We'll we'll do like um, you know, the see how you do it, like a lock of the week or something like that, or like a yeah. couple, you know, a couple sure bets that 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 we like. We won't do like the four, but we can right. do something else where we where we there's like a couple bets that that we like, or we'll give like a max of four games that that we like and in different things, and then see how we do. And then we can always do um records against each other as well. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, ooh, a lot of stuff to be done. We do like weekly uh, DraftKings or something like that. Dra- DraftKings uh, player lineups. Oh, do a little like uh, like a daily fantasy one ooh, too. Yeah. The, the, the top, like top the, shelf uh, daily burner. Do you guys do like you, you pick games each week and then keep track of who, whose record's the best? No, we do our no, uh, hits and now. misses and starts or starts and sits with the hit miss and stuff like that. It's the only thing we track against each other, but we could pick games. That'd be fun as hell. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we, can do, um, we can keep we can keep track. We'll just pick winner or loser. Open yeah. a whole new world for us, Baldy. We won't do spreads or anything like that. We'll just we're, we'll all have our our picks and we can go through, pick games. Um, you know, one of you guys will be the uh kind of like the 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 ringleader of it and run through the games and No, that's uh, Tom. Yeah, Tom, Tom will read the games. We all give our picks, and then we have them logged down. And then at the end, each Ryan week, fits magic every week. Each week, you just recap what the records are, and then we go through, and it's a, a little part of a segment. Oh yeah, no, oh, yeah. for sure. I mean, I think that's one of the things that we start expanding more and more of what you know. Some of the top shelf stuff, we, we get the book burners. Obviously, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's like a it's a spit. You know, it's it's top shelf, but we call you the book burners because we're just lighting books on fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I I mean, I don't know, whatever. I mean, we got a shit ton of stuff I think coming up. So, uh, and I know after this, we've got another uh, free agent um, podcast we're gonna do. So. On top of the regular football content, we're trying to expand more into the into the betting shit because we're all degenerates, dead hard. All the like, yeah. we need last a new year. Last year, between me, Scott, and Dow's, we got the draft two thirds correct. We beat out Mel Kiper and Todd McShay by fifteen percent. Wow, smoked them. Was like wasn't no. even close. So we're we're gonna put some bets this year on that. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna need All your right. help on that. We'll, we'll have to. Like, we'll, have well to... I think I need your help on that. <laughs> <laughs> when it, uh, when is the official draft? Like, when's the date? April twenty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's it's later, wasn't it? Like late March last year. Not sorry. No. Last week, of April. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. Well, well, what we could do is a. Um, I can jump on when the final four comes around. 
Yeah, you know, for sure. Of uh, the tournament, what the final four is, and then we can take another look at the draft coming up and what the odds look like, and maybe give our maybe give our picks what you guys like for. I'm guessing you, by that time in the night in the next two weeks or whatever whatever it is before the final four that you guys will be pretty. That's almost beginning of April. Pretty deep dove into the draft and. Have your I would mind. honestly say that we should have you on once we hit Sweet 16. And we'll, so, we'll like re- reset the brackets almost. Yeah, I mean, I think I think even if it's like next week though. It well, yeah. I know I know you that can do this, this like is, once a week. This has gone a, a bit more extended, but I mean, even if it's just a 15, 20 minute, you know, little podcast, we check it out there. Um, do you do any hockey betting? Um, a little bit. I know you were doing table tennis betting at the beginning of COVID. Well, that was that was a that was, COVID, that was a COVID crisis thing. It's COVID crisis. Um, all right. Well, let's. Well, yeah, I, I saw you out on the pond. Bets. I, I bet on table tennis. I, I saw you out on the pond where we were skating, and you're like, "Yeah, I haven't been like Ukrainian table tennis." Yeah, like, yeah. What? Savage. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's wrap this up, and I guess you know, head over. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Clearly, we have a lot of ideas and a lot of things planned ahead as far as how sports betting is going to look and obviously leveraging what March Madness has to to offer right now. Um, I think of that, we can probably wrap it up. So Top Shelf uh, FNTSY on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TopShelfFantasy.com. Uh, Baldy, what's your? do you want to promote your Twitter handle here or do we want to set up another? Oh, I, don't, I don't really... Um, All right, okay. Twitter, dude. I don't even know what it is. It's like at Ryan and oh, a million right. I literally am on Twitter just to follow uh, Bets by Bob. He's my go-to guy for college basketball. Oh, right? you just let up your source, man. I'm going to have to no, edit that out now. Um, okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. I know nothing about social media either, so don't worry about it. Uh, Top Shell Fantasy. Uh, stay fluid, stay loose. Top Shell Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.